Hello and welcome to episode number 95 of Millennial Gaming Speak for the week of May 28th. I am your host, Logan Moore, and with me this week are some fellow citizens we have with us this week, special guest Michael Ruiz. Hi, Michael. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? I'm good. And then we have with us, as always, is Max Roberts. Hi, Max. Bam! I'm here. As always, that's the normal thing. Michael, we do other podcasts with you, don't you? Don't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, Logan does Reeling in the Years with me, which I, I personally really enjoy. Again, probably not recording this week. <laughs> no. I'll talk about that. I'll, I'll talk, yeah, about, I'll talk that. about that at some other time. And uh, yeah, we do the Model Citizen show together. And you've been on this show like three, four, five times. I've been on this, this show twice. Twice. And, well, now I think this is you and three I did a solo now. one, and then yeah, this is. This is this three is times three, now. Yeah, because and then yeah. you did the predictions one with us as well. That and one. then we did a PlayStation Insider podcast together. That's right. I forgot about that one too. Mm, dark time. <laughs> dark times indeed. Dark times. So we've done a couple. By the way, yeah. Psychonauts came out yesterday, if you didn't know. Um, Psychonauts? No. Inside joke with PSI. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> welcome to Millennial Gaming Speak this week, episode 95. We got one more until our predictions episode next week for E3. Um, but... Another episode this week, filling that gap in before we get into the more meaty things that I think all of us are waiting for. Um, but yeah, as always, choo, remember that I, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember to feed the people the right. things they need to know at the top of the show from now on. So just remember, Millennial Gaming Speak is a part of Model Citizens Media. You can find everything else we do podcast wise over at modelcitizensmedia.com. You can follow us on Twitter over there at Model Pods, um, and you can also follow the show at Millennial Gaming Speak. Like, share all the podcasts and all that stuff that helps us all that good stuff. So video games though, what's choo, been up with that choo. for you guys? Michael, do you, do you hear the sound of a train in the distance? I asked you what you're uh, playing. We're not talking about E3 yet, but it's the so train. What are you playing boy? Um, I play more persona, played more destiny, same old, same old. Why are you playing destiny? I'm doing a final hurrah. Why? Before destiny two. I'm just doing each raid one more time. I've done two of the four, so. I have a, I have a question for you about Persona. How fast are you playing that game? Because you said you're, what, 35 hours in? You've done three of the five dungeons? I don't know how many dungeons there are. I've done, there's at least five. I think there's at least three more characters I have to get, so I assume there's at least three more. Uh, yeah, I'm 35 hours in. I'm playing it at, I think, an average pace. I'm not dilly-dallying too much. Do you drag all of them out until the furthest possible and no. complete it at the last second? No, because um, no. it's not like not. Persona 4. Once you complete it, you still get all those days. So okay. I just complete it when I'm ready and then do the rest of my days. Yeah, I'm playing at, a, I feel like, a normal pace, 35 hours in. Okay. Um, Seems like you were faster than a lot of people. That's why I was curious. I don't know. Some people I know are like, oh, just finished the third one. I'm 60 hours in. So it seemed like you were going faster for some reason. I don't know. Maybe they're... But maybe I'm wrong about that. Who knows? Maybe I've only doing seen secondhand speak about that game. It's, um... But it's a, so it's Destiny, a, quit, it's playing, a quit playing, yeah, like, quit playing... Yeah. I got two more Destiny. raids. I'm almost done. And then... Quit playing Destiny. Stop. I, I know. It's fun. What else? I played some of the ARMS Global Test Punch, which I think we're going to talk about later. We'll and talk then, about that. Um, I've also been playing another beta that we've all been playing, called, yeah. a, a little game called Next Machina. Well, that was going to be my topic. So, uh, so I, <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about that up here. Uh, okay. Okay. So we've all been playing that. Let's just get into that. Yeah, let's just get into that. That's, Next uh, Machina, 
I got us all beta keys. Not really, but sort of. That's kind of truthful. Logan but. was our hookup. <laughs> um, we've all been playing that. Housemark's doing a beta for the game on PS4 um, through Thursday of this week. So, I mean, if you don't have a code now, like, chances are you're, you're screwed. Um, so that beta goes through Thursday. It started on Friday. So we've been playing that. You get to play the first three levels of the game. There's actually a lot more to do in it than I expected. Like, there's, like, what, two or three different game modes you can choose from. And then three different levels three, to play. Three full levels, yeah. There is, like, so much more depth to this game than what I imagined. Like, even more than, like, so Michael and I played at PSX, and I, I think we were sold on just the gameplay there. But yeah, actually sinking my teeth into the levels and seeing how much there is in each level is really staggering to me. There's, and, like, five secret humans per level. There's around 70 humans per level to save. There's like other things you have to kill to build up your score, secret areas. I still haven't found everything in level world one. I still don't know like how to get all the scoring options too, because every now and then it'll be like mini game complete, and I'm like, yeah. what, what mini game did I just do? Like, I yeah, know. I'm I'm slowly figuring it out. I I think I don't. It's I just kind of I've even put it on rookie just so I could run around the levels and uh, not really worry. No, to find secrets. Nah, that's for posers, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. I- you're lame, dude. All right. I'm trying to find the secrets. <laughs> and this game is, is Resogun on crack. Straight it's up Robotron. It's, it's, yeah, Robotron. it's Robotron. It's Robotron. It's straight up Robotron, dude, which is like one of my favorite arcade games. So i super stoked on it. I, I really dig it right now. It's kind of addictive. Yeah. It's super addictive. Just a for smidge. Me. Yeah. Like... There's not many games that focus on high scores anymore, so it's really refreshing when one comes out where that's all it is that you're really worrying about is trying to get as high a score as possible. Like, I'll get like five or six levels or boards or whatever you want to call them into level one, and if I screw something up, I start over immediately. If I don't do a clean run-through of that first level, then I start it all over. And that's, I mean, I finally, I think I've only done one clean run through though of the first level. And even then I screwed some things up and didn't get some of the humans. And I still don't know where one of the secret areas is on that first level, even though I've played it like 15, 20 times at this point. I have no idea where, because I got every possible human that I thought I could get. And then when I got to the end, there was still like 13 of them missing. Did you, did you take the, did you take the secret exit? Yeah, yeah, I've been taking the secret exits, so I know where three of them are. There's five, and I there there has to be another one because I can't find it. I don't I don't know where it is right now. Interesting. Uh, we'll talk later to figure out which ones are missing because I think I found them all. So in World One, in the first level, yeah, in World I've One, I've only found I found I've found three of them. How many have you found? Five. You found five secret exits uh-huh. in the first. Okay, then I guess I, I'm obviously missing two of them. So I think there's um, – so once you get into the, the the other levels after that, I think there's a pattern to it. Like the one that – like it follows like a Mario-type structure or something like that where it's like 1-1, one one. One, one, one 2 1-whatever. So on 1-2, I know there's – no, 1-3, I think there's a secret area. There is. And then on 2-3, there's a secret exit as well. I think there's secret exits on the same. That'd be interesting. Board, or I don't know what to call it. Is it the overall thing of the level, and then one board on each thing? 
I think it's I think each board on each of the world has the, a secret exit on those things. So if you know that and those start lining up, then maybe you can like, okay, I'm at this place. There has to, to be a secret I'll exit have to here. test the theory out because that's really what I've been focusing on is finding all the secrets. But it's you only need to use four inputs and two of those buttons. It's so simple. It's just the twin stick shooter, and then you've got your dash, which is L1, and your secondary weapon, which is R1. And what what is your guys' favorite secondary weapon? Because I have uh, I have a few, but I have some I hate as well. Mm-hmm. I really like the sword. Sword is OP. Yeah, I haven't uh, used it. I haven't used the sword really. You too need much. You, the, the, sword's great. The thing that sucks about the sword, though, is that. I misjudge where I am placed, and so I'll go for the hit, but I'll I'll get hit and then I'll yeah. die, which kind of sucks. My but favorite that is thing the, goes crazy though. My favorite's the power shot. It's the one you just charge up for a little bit, and you can yeah. laser and line it up yeah. and shoot it. I hate the rocket launcher. Pretty good too. I hate the detonator. Yeah, I like the rocket launcher. The detonator one sucks because it doesn't do like any damage at all. Like well, it does. Really it does damage. It's good crowd control, but I just don't like throwing it out there and then detonating. It's it. only good for the smaller enemies. I had I had a detonator on a boss, and it was like I wasn't shooting him with anything at all. Like it was not doing any damage to the boss alone. Damn. So, like you said, good for crowd control, but it, it's terrible on those bosses. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like a laser or rocket launcher actually helps you in those situations. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's. Is a, is it's a, really good. I, I think it's. I mean, it's early. Obviously, full games out June twentieth. I think it's better than Resogun so far. It's a lot harder too. So I'm gonna keep coming back to it because I want to get better at it. Like Resogun took me a while to get good at as well. But once you learn how to use your boosts in that game, I feel like you're good to go and you can kind of run through Resogun somewhat easily. Like I don't know. There's there's more of a pattern to Resogun. Like this is. Way more oh, skill based and way more dodging based as well. There's definitely a pattern. Pattern. There's definitely a pattern to this game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. There is like, and there's certain things like certain items. Like once you get them, like once you get the triple dash and the dash explosion, those are best. You are very. I mean, you almost need those. The earlier in the levels you can get those, the better off you're going to be. Because if you get those way late in the level, you're kind of screwed like there's some parts where like if you don't have the triple dash i think it's like very hard to save some of the humans on those levels yeah um, you you almost need it it's but you, it's great you, you feel really good doing it too um i actually just beat the world three boss right before we did this yeah that's hard as balls like that's one of the <laughs> the most insane levels i've seen in a game in a really long it's time crazy I died like ten times on my first run through of did, that. Did you? Uh, did any of you guys play Fury? Mm-mm. Yeah, that was, uh, that was free on PS Plus a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah, if I played it a little bit, I, I think like a third of the way through or something like that. Yeah, it's a it's a boss rush game pretty much, and uh, a lot of the stuff in uh, in Next Machina like really kind of reminded me of those because the bosses in those and very much the last boss of Fury is just freaking ridiculous. I'm like, I can't beat this game. I'm just going to tone it down to easy. I don't care <laughs> at this point. But uh, for Next Machina, though, I, I haven't even gotten to the third one. I haven't played it, I don't think, as much as you guys have. Because uh, I played quite a bit uh, when it first came out. Yeah. But I only really completed maybe five times because I kept on restarting. I keep, <laughs> so, 
I keep really honing in on World One because I just I want to find all the secrets. So I've been slow to like advance. That's what I've done too. Like I've only beaten World Three once mm-hmm. or yeah. something like that. But so. yeah, I got I got to the second boss, and that's like when it reminded me of that stuff because there's like so many things shooting at you, but it is a pattern. Yeah, and it, you just have to dodge and dash your way through it. It's a really it's a really good game. When's it come out, Logan? June twentieth. June twentieth. Yeah, the third level, the third level boss. There's way less of a pattern, and that's what makes it hard. Is that it'll have certain attacks where there's patterns to it. There was a pattern. Well, some of those, it's just like I'm shooting bullets in every direction, and it's like I have to find a hole to dash into really quickly. And if you don't, then you're you're screwed. Yeah, um, you got to be really quick on your toes on that third boss. I really it's very hard. I'm excited to see the trophies for this game. Yeah, I am too. I'm actually really looking forward to that. Because I went, point. I went after that platinum yeah. in Resogun, and it was it was satisfying to get. And I cannot wait to play Resogun. I mean, I mean, next Machina and get the go for it. So I don't know about you guys, but this is like a day one purchase for me. Oh, heck yeah, definitely. Oh. Very easily. Yeah, <laughs> like this. For sure. So this is just a beta right now, but this is one of my favorite things I've played all year. It's yeah. it's pure gameplay. It is pure which, refined gameplay, which is very nice. And which you, in a year with a lot of other really good games, the fact that this beta is one of my favorite things that has come out so far is saying a lot because there has been I mean, we've talked about it a thousand times. It's been one after another after another after another this year, so Yeah. This beta this beta is really good though, and the full game is shaping up nicely and I'm really excited to get the full version and i'm probably gonna go play it again later today i haven't really played it too much since friday honestly so i'm kind of right there with you michael but i did do a one run through of all three levels i have so one quick question about mainly about playstation 4 in general but kind of dealing with this game as well do you guys ever lose connection with your controller like the way in which you're aiming or trying to look or something like that, there's like a delay to it and it screws up like the way you're looking. This can happen in any games. Like I've been no. playing through The Last of Us as well. And it happens no. to me all the freaking time. And I don't know why. Not happened to me. Yeah, it I have to, to either reset my controller or I have to go plug it in via a cable and it's like it resyncs and then I can unplug. Maybe you need a new controller. It's both of my controllers are like that. Huh. So I don't know. why It doesn't happen all the time, but... I'd, I'd Google the problem, see if it's a known thing. That I've looked fix. it up, and, like, I don't I don't really know. Have you <laughs> done a factory reset on the controller? Yeah, I mean, I've hit the button in the back, yeah. Okay. I don't know. So it's, it's weird. I mean, it's happened to me for years. Like, this is a very old problem. Like, it oh. first started cropping up with, I think, when I was playing Metal Gear Solid Five. Is so. there anything blocking your TV, like, your PlayStation? as weird as it sounds like sometimes if i put my knees up like while i'm sitting on my chair and i like hold my controller in my lap with my knees in front of it i feel like that's when it happens it's weird it's probably it's very what? strange it's like it's like a super nintendo wireless controller where you have to point it directly at the console to make sure that it's reading hmm. yeah that's weird dude that is that is so, very weird. I, I don't know what the deal is it's odd but i just um I just looked up Next Machina on the PlayStation Store. It's currently, actually, if you pre-order it, it's on sale um, yeah, for pre-orders. So you get it. I think. Fifteen ninety nine. Oh, cool. So swoop in there and get that. It does. Yep. It did say though it's like December, so I guess the store hasn't updated with the release date yet. Yeah, soundtrack's killer too. That's the other. Yeah, thing. Oh, dude, it's, the same, guys, so it's the same guy as it's the same guy as So yeah. it's a it good. is. Um, I think it's better than Resogun's though. 
Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm saying. just saying the guy though is the same. It's the same musician. Yeah, Housemark has been very. I was worried too cool, after yeah. um, Alienation because I did. I just didn't have fun with that game. Different, different team within Housemark One. Also, different style of game that they're going for. Yeah, but well. I just I thought that was I, more of a Diablo. Yeah, that was their take on like a Diablo or something like that compared Shoot to Rezo Gun, yeah. which is like twin stick arcade shooter. Yeah, so. I felt that was like the spiritual successor to like Dead Nation or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yeah, they. I mean, they have different games working or different styles of games. So I'm like interested to see what Matterfall looks like in turn because that's a platformer. So really curious to see that and I hope we see it soon. But yeah, Housemark's been cool. I mean, they sent, (laughs) they sent us 200 codes at dual shockers to give out to people. So that was really cool of them. Um, So yeah, I, I, I'm very excited for the finished product and it's a good game. Let's talk about another beta. Let's talk about how sucky arms is. Oh, wow. Okay. Cause you were going to save this for later. Trash. I don't think we're saving it for later. I figured we'd talk about it at the top of the show. Um, Another beta we've all been playing is ARMS, the test punch freaking, oh, you can only play for one hour at a time because we're Nintendo and we're stupid. Yeah, that's really dumb. I mean, um, I get why they do it, though. It is a stress no, test on their servers. I don't. It's dumb. It's I don't I defend don't it. It's that's idiotic. That's that's stupid. I get like, why they do hour. it. I don't agree with it, but I get why. I don't think I think it's the hor- a horrible explanation for why they do it. It's no, it, it I really mean is. when that's part of why you test an online game in a beta is to test the servers. So I do get it. I I think why it's dumb, but I get one hour. It, it Dude, doesn't. I because that's a confined set of time. I guess again, I don't know. I just understand why. I mean. Explain it though. Like it's, I don't it's understand so, why. It's so they can draw in as many users in one set amount of time to stress test their servers. They want this game to run as smooth as possible at launch online. That's why they do it. I mean, I feel like just that's exactly closed, have, other betas. A, other betas I've a, played are a, like open closed, all weekend, and then the developers tweet out. Have a closed beta then. Like, if you want, if you want to test it, just do it at clo- closed sessions. Like. This one hour stuff is just obnoxious. Like you have to like plan your day out around it. And like I just happened to be around yesterday when when one of them went live, and so I, I played. But no, I I do just, agree. It's just dumb very, that you have to schedule around it. But I get it from the developer side why they set it up. But that is not talking about the game. No, that's definitely a, a factor though. <laughs> because no, but I was not about the, in the game itself. Playing and it's like oh you can't play anymore. <laughs> so that was. Weird. That's not about the game itself. Okay, the game itself ain't much better. Arms is a messy, messy game. How's it messy? Uh, it's I'm, just. I'm not gonna say it's uh, just like there's. You do not flail your arms like this. I, there's I, depth to it, but there is no structure from the people from both myself and the people I've played so far. With really, I've I've gotten in some very intense matches with quite a bit of strategy. It's all motion controls are also horrible i like, find them very, way better than bad. the pro controller way more then responsive you're smoking crack or something I like i've tried i tried to use them and it was like i can't move it's, like, i was moving very fluid because when i played with the pro controller i found that i didn't have control over my punching like the direction i wanted to curve my punches and stuff 
doing the motion controls let you let you pat your head and rub your belly at the same time, so to speak. It lets you do two things at once. And I like that. It made me feel pretty good. Ribbon Girl was OP. Her quad jump and her quick dash down. It's all about how you move around and stuff. That's really where the game comes in is, is movement, not so much how you punch. And you don't you don't flail your arms like this. You just you just flick your. No, wrist. I was just saying that's the game, though. Is just everybody flailing all around. Like it's very. I think one v one is pretty fun. Every other game mode I thought was a hot disaster. Like volleyball, like volleyball? horrible. That was so bad. <laughs> I did. Really, I, I didn't really care bad. for volleyball. <laughs> I thought I was like, eh. I'd rather do the basketball one. I'd, I want to try that one out. There's I, basketball. There's a basketball dunk. one where you have to grab your opponent and slam dunk them. I'm gonna guess that that's just as bad. I'm oh, it's it's probably is, but I mean, it's kind of cool the idea to slam dunk your opponent. Um, I had fun with it. I thought it was a very fun game. I don't think I'll buy it though because it's an I wouldn't stick around to play online. That's what this game is: is playing online against other people, and I just I wouldn't stick around and play it like that. I just I was just very bored very quickly. Like uh, so we talked before we came on the air we were talking about this a little bit. So my first few matches I was like actually kind of into it. And then after I had played about 5 I was like, yeah, this is very one-dimensional. And there's the there's a little bit of depth within both the characters and the mechanics themselves, but just every match started feeling the same and that's and that's why what i was talking about with the 2v2 stuff like that is just that is out of control like (laughs) too too much stuff going on at once and then i I hated some of the maps as well that stair map the stair one is uh, that's that's terrible like and that's one of the ones they're like pushing to try like you there's only what three Three. maps there's the yeah test tube one the stair and then the spring one normal the stadium the yeah. stadium one i just it became very one-dimensional to me very quickly and i found myself bored so actually by the end of the hour i was like all right yeah that's about that's about it for me with arms right. i i don't know what about you michael i mean i enjoy i am enjoying my time with arms i think it's fine i i'm like you max where i'm not gonna, i'm definitely not gonna buy it like there's no way I'm going to buy this game. There's, they have to show me more because it's pretty much a, a more complicated Wii boxing game. Like, there's nothing really that much crazier about it. And I hate the motion controls. I thought they were god awful. Really? Because I don't understand. Yeah. Like, when I would punch, I would punch to the right, but it would go to the left. I'm like, why is it going to the left? That makes it's no goddamn curve, sense. The curve on yeah, the Yeah, that was my thing. I couldn't if get I'm, them to curve either. If I'm, if I'm curving to the right, like if I'm making it try to go that way to the right, why would it go this way to or sorry, if I'm making it try to curve to the left, why would it go curve to the right? Like I don't I didn't get it. Okay. So I started playing with the controller and I thought it was way better. The thing of it is is that like it's trying to be kind of like a like a fighting game, right? It yeah, is a fighting it, game. That's exactly what it but, is. But it's not like a street fighter or like anything like that. Like you're not gonna go watch esports of arms nobody's gonna do that <laughs> like i bet and i was hoping and I, I i knew it wouldn't be that but i was hoping kind of like oh i hope this is like kind of competitive in that sort of fashion like there's a strategic way to play this and there is but there's really not it's not it's very base level it's nothing crazy or anything it's like that. it's 
it's hard is the strategy is movement is out maneuvering like, your opponent i think the hit boxes are ridiculous like they're dumb like i don't understand them like the the whole uh power thing like the yellow triangle power mm-hmm. thing yeah i don't I'd... understand how you get it like because i've had it where i'm losing right and theoretically you would want the loser to get that power so it's landing come back it's landing punches is how you so, power it up that's really dumb that's dumb oh. because that's, then that's... the person just like well, just it's, it's landing punches it's guarding and then sometimes they throw that like yellow bottle out and then you can stand in that that's dumb that's like, very yeah that's like have you played have you played i don't think he's played either of these though have you played ever played a mortal combat or um injustice max or i've played uh, like many other fighting games any I've, any fighting game yeah i've played like, some in an arcade all the way the... you build up your supers typically is if you're, you're getting wailed on then your power meter is going to go up faster it's almost like an even the playing field type thing so with arms, it's like if you're wailing on somebody, you then do. you're also getting the superpower at the you same time. You do get it, though. I've but been wailed on, it. and I got it when I got back up. Yeah, no, but you I, don't... Got, I, had to, I had somebody use two ultras against me in one match, and I didn't get anything. Yeah. Ooh, I don't... I think there's some... Ba- like, there's crazy balancing issues in this game. I thought the, the mummy guy is hot trash. He oh, all the big, slow characters are bad. He is so bad. Oh, they're all... The uh, big, anything big and slow is bad. Who else? well yeah then there's the the girl with the the mech yeah she's horrible too big and slow so it I don't know I didn't go discount like I really a like third of the roster right there yeah like it was just the balancing is awful there, there's not really much of strategy there like I as I was hoping like I was hoping for like a Nintendo fighting game and I guess maybe I should just play Super Smash Brothers but but like I don't know it just wasn't as in depth as I wanted it to be. That's fair. I mean, I think it could be fun if you had people in the same room playing with you. Um, yeah. But as far as like, kind of like what Michael's saying, I mean, this game is not going to be something you see in an esports tournament, or not. Or even if it is there, like it's something that I wouldn't take seriously because there, I play games like Street Fighter or um, even Smash to a degree, and it's like there's a another tech well, there's a completely different side of this game that i will never explore for myself but i know it's there and for those people who want to unlock that part and become like gods of this game they can i'm not seeing that with arms really right now no. like i'm sure there people will start using the blocks in different ways or find certain combinations of one arm and another like i was i brought up to michael while we were playing like like i was enjoying getting one where you could kind of the laser one yeah I the, forget yeah, the dragon yeah use that to kind of keep people at bay. And then if they get in, come in with the, uh, a bigger arm on the other side. So that was kind of cool. Like I was like figuring out good combinations and stuff like that, but like there's not the same amount of depth to this game. Yeah. Again, it's just ba- very base level stuff. Like it, there's nothing too complicated, which I guess that's Nintendo, but play like smash brothers playing with like pros for smash brothers or even watching it is just crazy to watch them or even i see it even more with like mario kart like i could see an esports thing for mario kart i can't see it really with arms interesting you guys are really the first people i've heard down on the game it's so far the response on twitter has been pretty positive and so i'm not a lot of negative stuff i'm not down on the game i think it would be a great party game like I, if I were playing with a bunch of friends, I think this could be really, really fun. Yeah. But on a, like, just to play by myself, 
or that's, like that's where it loses me. It, that's like, where it loses yeah. me is playing by myself. Like I just I'm I'm not the kind of person that just sits down and plays a multiplayer game by myself. I I gotta be playing with people to do it really. Um, and that's why I won't get it is just because I wouldn't play it enough, you know, to justify the purchase. I think it's fun. I had a good, I've had a good time with both the hours I've played with it. Um, and the music is oh so catchy. <laughs> oh, I love I it. Don't, I don't remember a single thing I heard while I was playing. I, it's just that lady going like. That's, like, no, that's that's, per, that's, not, per, that's persona. I was gonna say that is definitely <laughs> oh. not how she goes. Um, yeah, I mean, I commit, I commend Nintendo on the design of the characters and on the idea of the game, but I just don't think it's that well executed. And I, I've not seen anything like overly positive about it. Like, really, in my I'm like, seeing... I've seen people, I've seen people saying like about what you're saying, like, oh yeah, this is a fun novel idea. Don't think I'm gonna buy it. No, like, I've heard a lot of people kind of turned around. Among, I, I, that's the consensus I've seen amongst, oh. amongst my Twitter, Twitter of, followers. Guess, Twitter, yeah. Facebook, NeoGAF, stuff like that. Like, it seems like most people are just like, oh, yeah, cool. I played it for an hour today. Can't see myself playing for any any longer period of time or anything <laughs> oh, like that. Yeah. Like, it's like, I played the game for an hour. I think I've got arms out of my system for the rest of my life. Like, I know what the game is. It's there. Again, I commend Nintendo on trying something different. Like, that's fine. But it just was not for me, and I don't feel compelled to play the game again anytime soon. Yeah. If we're ever discounted at, like, I would buy it for, like, 30 bucks. It's know? a Nintendo game, though. Nintendo first-party game, so it'll, that's it'll never going to happen. Never happen, but, like, <laughs> if it were, like, 30 bucks, I would totally buy it. But for, like, a hot 60 bucks, dude, no way, dude. No way will I buy this game for 60 bucks. Yeah. Right. But... That's arms. Yeah. Music. yeah, that's arms. We'll never talk about it again. Hopefully, ah, we'll talk about it when they announce a new character and put it out for free DLC. No, we won't. Because that's Who news. Cares? There's a lot of news we don't cover. We talk about when new Overwatch characters are announced. Yeah, because that's like one of the biggest games on the face of the planet. Just yeah. not arms. <laughs> I I still play Overwatch on occasion. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like Overwatch I, is a cultural movement. Arms yeah. is arms <laughs> in some ways a cultural movement but not in the right ways yeah so um anything else we've been playing that we want to talk about michael actually i know what you've been playing i kind of want to ask you about yeah. this before we jump into these play- well i've been playing a lot of things uh like you i have been playing last of us a little bit a little you bit. have i didn't yeah. know that i started it and then i was like you know what i have to get this off my chest i need to play yakuza zero <laughs> and i've been playing that and that game is so funny dude Every, how bad do i need to play that game it is really good i really like it it's probably and i told you this i'm like i'm pretty sure it's my game of the year so far like that's where i'm at with it uh more so than zelda because Zelda's like my number two it's like really close but i'd say that yakuza zero beats it it's just i there's few games that like actually make me laugh out loud when i'm playing it like almost every cutscene I watch, I am laughing because it's just so like, I, it's kind of cringy, but it's it's like purposely being like that. Yeah, it's, it's like a Japanese melodrama. It's, it's, it's like so, it's supposed to be totally over the top. Like, like I sent you that picture of like what that dude said. I'm like, oh, why are they saying this in a video game, dude? It's so weird. So yeah, the guy's name was the Walking Erection. Like, it's so funny, dude. <laughs> I I'm 
I'm super happy about that I picked that up. And it's uh it's like an action RPG. I mean Yakuza is a really old series, so yeah. people will yeah. know what it is. Is that your first one? Yeah. Okay. Yep. See that yep. so that I've would never played so, one. so that would be my first one as well. And I'm like totally interested in it. I've talked about it for there's two games, two big games that I've been waiting to pick or I guess three if you count Kingdom Hearts two point eight collection, blah 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to, I need to get that at some point, but the other two games that I really want to play at some point this year, and I, I will get around to them, is that and near Auto- near Automata. Yeah, I need to play that too. I really want to play both of those, and I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I've been waiting for the price to drop on Yakuza. It surprisingly like hasn't yet. I figured yeah, it's it would. It it's still sixty bucks, and it's yeah. been out since January, so I've expected the price on that to fall, but it hasn't. Uh, I I need to get around and play it at some point though because it looks just I don't know if I'll ever beat it because I know those games are also super crazy long but I just want to experience it a little bit. Yeah, that's the thing that's kind of bothering me on it is that I've been getting used to just playing like ten hour games and it's definitely a it can be a sixty hour game and I don't know if I want to spend sixty hours playing it because I just want to play different things. Yeah. Um. And but I'm really enjoying it. I really like it. It's super good. Uh, so I I would recommend it to anybody. Um, it's just it has that. It's a Japanese game, so it's it's weird in that sense. It's I don't got know that quirkiness to yeah, it. Yeah, it's got that weird quirkiness to it. So I mean, really good. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I've been playing that a lot, and then uh, I just bought Puyo Puyo Tetris yesterday. And I've been playing that all morning today. And I really enjoy that too. Um, I played a few versus matches against friends. Again, this is like going back to like Nintendo being really good at finding good party games. And uh, I think this one is probably the best one you could probably get other than like Mario Kart 8. On the Switch right now, yeah. On the Switch right now, yeah. Like there's uh, Mario Kart 8 is just goddamn the best Nintendo game in my opinion. But it's, like it's, it is a masterpiece. Yeah, <laughs> I want to get it. But like I do I really do? But dude, it's it's just so good. And then, uh, but yeah, Puyo Puyo Tetris is super fun. Um, all of my friends just play Tetris. Though. None of us play Puyo Puyo. <laughs> One of my friends oh, does because he used to play. He used to play uh, Doctor Robotnik's Mean Beam Machine. Mean Beam Machine. I grew yeah, up he used on to play that, that. Game, dude. Yeah, yeah. So so he just plays Puyo Puyo, but everybody else plays Tetris. And I don't know. It's super fun. Uh, my one friend and I used to play a game on N64 called Tetris Worlds, I think. And they used to have a versus thing. And it was just like, a, it was just a marathon though. Mm-hmm. And you all had the same pieces. The thing that I don't like about the verses in this is that not everybody gets the same pieces. Yeah, that's kind of, which is so, super when I, lame. When I played the demo, it was strange because you can have, so you can obviously play both sides. Uh, yeah. Either Tetris or Puyo Puyo. But then... Yeah, you don't. Even if you are playing the same thing, you aren't getting the same pieces, which I can understand to a degree. But like that leads to a lot of balancing issues, and it's like, what if this yeah, person okay. had a better setup than me, or something like that? And I'm yeah. sure they've tried to tweak that stuff in the back end to make sure that that's not the case. And if you're putting your pieces in the places where they need to go, then you can capitalize on it. But yeah, that's kind of how I felt playing the demo. I think it's really cool, yeah. but I, I would be concerned to play multiplayer with. with yeah, it. that's the thing. Is like that was something that my friend pointed out. I'm like, Oh, you're totally right. And like on a competitive level, then when you're playing against somebody, I don't think it has really any merit because you can't say like, Oh, you had a better setup possibly, you know, there's, there are those problems there. My response Uh, would be just to get good. That's also true. Uh, just try to figure out 
better placements, I guess. But otherwise, I mean, you can't see what tiles you have, and therefore you can forecast what you're supposed to do. But I forgot um, with Puyo Puyo, yeah. there, you have to do more so than Tetris. You yeah. have to do so much setup. Yeah, it's so crazy. Puyo Puyo is crazy. Falls the right way. Because that was my thing back when I used to play Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine was that, like, yeah, I'd, I'd get a lot of matches, but you're just dropping, like, one or two little pebbles on, on the guys, on the guys yeah. you're facing at the same time. You have to get these, like, insane combinations, which yeah. is so hard to set up. What I, that. what I do like about that, though, is and what I don't like about it, though, because if you get somebody who's good at – I played a little bit online. And if you get somebody who's good at Puyo Puyo, they kill you. Because oh, yeah, what sure. they've made, they, what they've made it is that if you get those chains, you like they get those like blocks that like extend. <laughs> yeah. For Puyo Puyo, if you do like, if somebody gets a really good chain, it's like halfway up the board for for like. Yeah, and it blocks off everything I'm below like, it. All your... right, this is ridiculous. So then but you have to like got, now you've got this lower level stuff which you can't access. You've got this mid level of just rocks. <laughs> yeah. You have to start over. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if you get somebody who's good with Puyo Puyo, they'll destroy you. But a lot of people that I have faced who do play that, like haven't been that great. So, I mean, that's kind of cool, I guess. Cause I play Tetris. Cause Tetris, Tetris is the best. Tetris is the best, but I don't know. Have I, you ever played Puyo Puyo or Dr. Robot next mean being? Yeah. I used to play. Oh, I, you're I, Max. I, was, I was wondering if Max has, yeah. do you have any idea what that style of Tetris? Is I mean, I played, is? I mean, I played the demo, so I, that's my only exposure to Puyo Puyo. I've played. Oh. It reminds me a little bit of Doctor Mario, um, in kind the same of way where Dr. you have two things. I I know they're different, but like it's a similar mechanic of where you have two things attached and have to match the colors and build the stacks so they drop and chain and stuff. Um, so that's like the closest analogy or game that I've played to that. Yeah. What I do like, though, is that the game does have nor- normal Puyo Puyo and normal Tetris, so you can't just play Tetris by yourself if you mm-hmm. want to, which I didn't know was a feature in it because I was going to be kind of upset if I couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, which is – it's great. It's a really good game. I mean, it's 30 bucks, uh, but there is a, there is a lot of content there, so I think it's it worth on 30 bucks. Switch, I assume? Yeah. Yeah. On Switch. Yeah, I want to bring it to San Francisco with me, so. I gotcha. Yeah, that'll be a good – I forgot about PS4. Game. Yeah. yeah, I think it's cheaper on PS4 too. That's why I was curious about that. Yeah, I think it's like twenty bucks on. I think mm-hmm. that's only the physical version, right? Is it I mean, more... it's cheaper regardless, and with it, I know it's cheaper in some way on PS4. I thought it was just the physical. I don't know. Um, I wanted to ask you about, or I guess talk about Last of Us really quickly. I mean, there's still two things I I need to talk about because I played. Rhyme this past week too, and I, I want to talk about that for a hot second. Um, Last of Us though, Survivor Mode, really a survival game. Like oh. I'm playing that game. There is nothing in that game like anymore. Like I have no ammo. I have no wooden planks to beat people over the head with. There is nothing in that game anymore, and it's. Dang. I am I'm more often than not running around with like the tiniest sliver of health, refusing to use any sort of health pack. Um, I, I mean, that game. I, I see. The thing is, I don't think it's hard because I'm not dying like a lot. It's just you have to play it so much differently. It's stressful. Ten times more conservative than even the main game, which I was very conservative. I felt like in the main game as well, or uh, like normal mode, not the main game. It's the same game. Um, 
so like even with when playing on normal i felt like i was being very conservative so now playing it for the first time in four years and doing it on survivor it's like oh dang this is way different <laughs> <laughs> that's been fun to go back to i just got to pittsburgh so probably keep playing i'll probably have that knocked out within the next couple days honestly you'll if you're in pittsburgh now you'll have it beat by tuesday probably because tomorrow's a holiday as well so yeah i mean you could you could beat it tomorrow if you played only that all day um but pittsburgh pittsburgh's a long chunk and so is um um winter can be a little bit long yeah i forget so is there fall in that game? I can't remember. Or is that the is that the college campus? Is that yeah. that part? Okay. So that's that. And then that winter, leads into winter. And then spring is obviously drafts and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Now I remember how that game works. Great game. Yeah, that's been that's been fun to go back to. I cried harder in the opening than I ever okay, so it's not like bawling my eyes out, but my eyes got way more watery and tears are running down my face more in that opening than any other time. And I've played that opening. So I've never played the game to completion except for the one time, but I've played that opening probably five times. Really? Um, Wait, why yeah. why only the opening? Well, I've restarted it two or three times. I've played it together with okay. some of my friends to show them how the game starts, things like that. Okay. So I've played that opening quite a bit, but it hit me yesterday for some reason, like more than normal. Um, I, as far as like story goes, and so let's bring it, bringing it back to the great Uncharted versus Last of Us debate. The first fifteen minutes of The Last of Us hits me harder than anything else in Uncharted for in its entirety, and that's always been like my sticking yes. point when comparing those games. Wow. Uncharted's phenomenal. I think Uncharted's better from a gameplay perspective, if- but. If you're going to talk about like understanding and like feeling compassion on the characters or relating with them, I don't relate to Nathan Drake in any way whatsoever. <laughs> I love the guy, but like even the ending to four, it was like, all right, cool. I'm happy for you. That's about the best I can say, though. Yeah. Because I just don't relate with that guy I, in I any totally, way. I totally agree. I mean, it's like comparing a drama to an action movie. You're going to feel more, you're going to feel more passionate about the drama than you are about the action movie. You know, like they're, they're two different things. I feel, but you can relate with action movie heroes. Like I think the ending to the original Rambo is like one of the most powerful endings ever. Yes. So that's entirely true. Right. But I just, but I don't know. I mean, he's Indiana Jones, Nathan Drake. Like it's an Indiana Jones movie, the video game. Like it's like that's what it is, and those movies have like a a quirkiness to them, um, that I feel just doesn't feel like reality, you know. Whereas, you mean like, the the murdering of thousands of people that that part? Maybe that part, yeah. Maybe uh, just not feeling any remorse for anyone he murdered. Just working on a stupid grappling hook to everything in the environment for fourteen hours without ever missing. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's that too. Maybe it's. I believe there's nobody that suave ever. Oh, <laughs> so that half tuck though. <laughs> yeah, dude. Nobody half tucks and gets away with it. Oh, let me tell you, Nathan Drake <laughs> the, does. The fashion police would be after him uh-huh. for Zongo. I brought wrestling into it. Oh, God. Yeah, those, those <laughs> promos they have been cutting. Oh, they're so, so good. All right, like save this model citizen <laughs> show. Put it there. Put your wrestling talk there, boys. Okay. All right. But yeah, um, you can but yeah. you can have a rebuttal, I guess, Max, if you want to 
stand up for Uncharted I'm just, or something. I'm just going to be ganged up on. I mean, I obviously The Last of Us is a masterpiece, but I think so is Uncharted, and I just prefer Uncharted. I think they're both. They both can be masterpieces, but I wouldn't say that I feel like. I don't know. Like again, gameplay. Gameplay. I'll put in Uncharted's corner. Like yeah. even like fun. I will put in Uncharted's corner. But if you want to talk about stories and stuff like that, like you're out of your mind if you think Uncharted yeah. Four is or any of them. I guess even the, you can put. I would I would put Uncharted one through four in one pile and The Last of Us on its own, and I would say The Last of Us on its own is more impactful than Uncharted was in four games. So uh, I would I would totally agree with that. I would I would disagree, and but that's again. That's what do you just... find? I mean, serious question. Like, what do you find relatable with Drake and stuff like that? Then I find his relationship with Elena and Sully, and then they bring his brother in in the end. But his struggle with being a hero and pursuing what he wants and thinks he wants versus what he's supposed to do and being a family man. Like he, it's, um, it's, it's kind of in a weird way, like La La Land. I remember you tweeted this out one time. You were like that end sequence, the dream sequence in La La Land. Um, Sebastian's the only one that loses. And I, I disagree with that. I think Sebastian wins, um, is the winner in the dream sequence because he gets what he was truly meant to have and wanted which was her and i think drake goes through that as well and in finally in four he realizes it and then it's the epilogue that really cements it as in he's done he realized what he was supposed to do and he got both the treasure hunting and the girl and not killing thousands of people so (laughs) i think his journey through those four games and it's it's not necessarily fair because he has four games of character to build on and The Last of Us accomplishes so much in one game, and it's so powerful and great, and I cannot wait for two. Um, but I think four is this really beautiful way to wrap the game up. I think that whole section with Elena at the end, beautiful. So to bring it back to, to a couple things, to rebut to your rebuttal. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's like Phoenix Wright. It's cross-examination. No, we, won't, we won't have to do this too much longer. Um for, so with La La Land, the only reason I said Sebastian lost everything was because he was the only one who had to sacrifice anything. Because in that epilogue sequence, Mia gets both her career and Sebastian in the end. So she gets both. Sebastian was the only one who I said had to give anything up in that scenario. And that was the only thing I said I didn't like. Or not that I even didn't like, but that was the only thing that stood out to me where like was like he had to choose one or the other to where she got both. And and so she got her dream job, her g- dream career, and then she also got the guy that she liked, whereas Sebastian did. So that's la la la. That was my comment on that part, at okay. least. Again, though, as far as Uncharted goes and just the relatability of it, like, I can't how sympathize. Do you, how do you relate to Joel, though? You're not a, a rugged man that had a daughter all, die in his arms. We've all, we've all lost someone, though. Like, we've all experienced, like, death is a part of life more than raiding tombs is. <laughs> Or something like that. So, like, I can't sympathize with a guy who is like, I have this, com- I am compelled to always go on crazy adventures with this old dude and my brother or whoever else is along for the ride. Like, I get it, but I can't relate with it on and, almost any level. And honestly. those things, I don't think those that. things uh, weren't really brought in, like the whole family thing, like, wasn't really brought in until the fourth one. You didn't yeah, really get I didn't that like through that one either. through three. You know, I think Sam was a good character, but I no Sam him him being 
written in so forcefully is like that's always think, stuck out to me with that game. I don't think it was that forcefully, but no, the family but stuff is brought. It's up my long lost brother three. that I love so much who I've never bothered to mention in the other three games. But yeah. it's kind I mean, of also. Let me talk about this grappling hook skill I've never used in any of the other games. I think the brother thing makes sense, particularly with Drake's character not talking about it. Drake's never been the kind of guy to open up. And then having his brother die in front of him and thinking he's dead makes pretty much sense. Why he would not want to talk about it. If you notice, Drake has a hard time. But I'm also talking about... But yeah, I mean they're both great games. Like, oh, they're both they're both masterpieces. I just when it comes down to the story elements, it's like I I I don't I don't think there's any sort of competition in any way. And plus, I mean, so not even the first. I I need to stop ranting about this, but not even first. We are we are fifty minutes in. The end of it, like showing that like he's willing to go to the fullest extent to save something that he loves. That's more relatable to me than anything else. Like, so. I don't know. I, they're more they're more like common things that I think you can see through everyday life and less of I think you can really choose. Yeah. I don't know. How how do you what I mean, what is your rating tombs then that you've had to give it give up? It's Max? not you're you're clinging on to the game mechanic rating tombs. He's an adrenaline junkie, he thinks he's unstoppable, he thinks Well, I'm no, I'm just asking I'm just asking you like where where do you and, and like and I'm not I'm not asking these questions like in a like a snarky way either, like is is there a direct like comparison that you see for yourself with that? Me? Do I? Really yeah, like something you've like felt like you need to give up, whether it be for, I don't know, your relationship with Abby or just any other aspect of your life. Like, oh, I need to stop doing X I mean, so that Y can improve. Without getting like entirely into, into nitty gritty things, there's plenty of things you have to like give up or pull back on or change in a relationship. A relationship, especially. When you're about to get married, lots of lessons there. Um, There's all sorts of like career stuff and things like that. You got to pull back a little bit to make other things happen. Like travel. Like you always ask me to go on trips with you and stuff. And it's like things I just can't do because I have to do other things. But that's not really related to Uncharted in that way. We can stop if you want. Because I still have to talk about rhyme and then we'll do the news. Oh my goodness. We'll get through the news quick. Um, rhyme's worth talking about though, dude, like rhyme is, you guys need to play rhyme. You're and the I know, only person I've heard say this too. I mean, I've read no, a couple of the it's reviews. An, it's an ad, it's over and it's over an 80 on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. I know. So I looked, um, you totally need to play the game. It is, um, in the same, so the comment, so I reviewed it. I gave it a nine out of 10. I think the story, the way the story is told is really unique where they don't give you a whole lot until the ending, but that ending is really well put together. And I think if you were to then play the game over again with a fresh set of eyes, it like, it's one of those things that would like change a lot of factors of the game. Um, so I think the story is really just incredibly well done. And it's like one, it's my favorite aspect of the game by, by a mile. Um, so it's in the same vein as Ico. It's a very much a puzzle game, puzzle slash adventure game. A lot of exploring around the island. The island's beautiful. It's cool to find everything. Um, collectibles and stuff like that are littered around as well. Um, it's touching in very. I don't know, man. That ending's pretty impactful. Like that so ending. I mean, are you saying that you relate to a boy trapped on a mysterious island? 
Um, yeah, kind of. In some, <laughs> in some ways, we are all little boys trapped on a mysterious island. I mean, you find once you fi- once you figure out like what the point of the game is, because there I'm is sure. like an overarching point. I'm sure. Um, then it's like, oh, oh, wow! I'm actually okay. a woman. This is about identity. No, it's oh. not that. But um, no, it sounds it's, like um, um, the way you're saying how like the end really reveals it and puts a fresh set of eyes on if you were to play it again. Kind of reminds me of uh, the Sixth Sense, where the first time I saw that movie I was like whoa now it changes the whole movie if you watch it again in that I way mean, and maybe not in the shock yeah not as much of a sh- twist way but you know it the ending more of just like an understanding thing yeah. like oh I okay you. i understand why i've been on this path now and like what this is all about um there's not a word said in the game which is also really impactful because it's like really an emotional ending it's like it didn't even say anything so the entire the entire way that the game conveys the story is through just environmental uh, storytelling. Yeah, or the environment one, and then just to what they're showing you and what they're depicting on the screen. Um, the puzzles are good. I, I didn't feel like they were bad by any means, and they're also I never got stuck with them, so that was good because I kind of suck at puzzle games sometimes. Um, it's similar to Ico now it plays or Eco in how it how it plays I guess for the most part. Um, I think so. The thing I'll say in rebuttal, because you said, oh, some other reviews are bad. And there are some, I don't think anybody said the game was bad. Like the little score I saw was like a six or something like that. No, um, I, I, not bad. I've heard um, one piece on Kotaku said that it it mimics, um, like you said, eco and journey and stuff so like that. So that's but it what doesn't, I want to respond to. But it doesn't that's earn the, it is what they said. That's it just the common... copies to copy. That's see, and that's what frustrates me is that's the common thread I've seen through all of these games. If they are all of the reviews that are painting the game and more of a negative light or saying, Oh, it doesn't say, or it's not as impactful or it's not really saying anything is because their point of reference for all of those is directly comparing it to journey. Ico, shadow of the Colossus Abzu. Like there is, there's a litany I mean, of those more those are the games, games you compared it to though. Those are the games, like, as far as gameplay goes, I think it's similar to Ico. Like, story to, story-wise and stuff, like, like, I think this is a game where you really have to judge it based on the merit of its story and stuff like that. And every time I saw people putting the game down, it was more like, it was a compare and contrast rather than, rather than reviewing the game for reviewing the game. Like, every time, like, I, some people's, like, even conclusion paragraphs are like, Rhyme's a beautiful game, blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't hit the same highs as Journey and... Uh, Ico and like all all those other stuff games that I brought up earlier like okay cool but can you give me a just a a base look at this game like how is this game on its own like quit okay. bringing up other games and that's what that's what kind of I I didn't get with other people's reviews like tell me just how the game is for being rhyme like how is rhyme as rhyme not a, how is rhyme when you compare it to journey which some people think is like one of the greatest games of last generation or the last decade easily like you're comparing it to some of the most like well critically received games ever so of course when you're going to compare it directly to that is it going to falter yeah a little bit i don't think it's bad by any means um i mean again i give it a nine rhyme on its own is a very well developed game by tequila works the story is really well done um and it's about six to eight hours like you can get through it pretty within a within a reasonable amount of time and it's a game I, I said in my review it's a game about moments like not even just the ending but there's like some really standout 
sections of both gameplay and interactions between the boy and other things within that world, not characters necessarily, but there's just an allure of mystery around what's happening too. And it's like, really, you want to get to the end to find out what happened. Like, I'd be really shocked if you picked up the game and an hour or two and decided like you would want to put it down or something like that. Like it is something that holds your attention and you want to see through, like you're excited to see where it is going. Um, but yeah, I mean that as far as like the somewhat negative roofies, that was the common thread I saw that I just really, I, I didn't get that. Like I wasn't a fan of just constantly comparing it to the other games because yeah, like those games, like people put those games on a pedestal. So of course it, there's a good chance that it's going to falter when you compare it directly to some of the well, most critically well-received games ever. But um, it's out now on PS4, PC, and Xbox One. It's coming to Switch later this summer, they've said. So we'll see what, what happens there. Um, it's really solid, though. Like, I, I, I think you should pick it up. You can find my review on Dual Shockers if you want to read that. Um, but it's good. Like, I, I think both of you should play it. Like, I was trying to egg you on to play it max because yeah you were you were like it's only 20 bucks on amazon right now and i looked and then looked at my bank account and wept yeah so yeah (laughs) i don't know that's a game i'd like to hear your take on but it's good that it it turned out because wasn't there some trouble with the studio so that was i was actually really worried about this game and then hearing very positive reviews coming out i was i was glad that it shook out pretty well because uh sony's been doing weird stuff past few years with the games they're publishing as well. So this is the second time this year that a game that Sony was originally developing, eventually somewhere along the development of the game, they decided to not publish it. And so the, the, the second, second one was What Remains of Edith Finch. They oh, were yeah, originally yeah. publishing that as well. And then I think, I don't know if Giant Sparrow did it themselves. I cannot remember with that one, who published that one. Um, but they had, I mean, What Remains of Edith Finch was still, I'm console exclusive to PS4. It's also on PC as well. Um, but Rhyme, yeah, it was originally a PS4 exclusive. It was revealed in 2013, and so it didn't... We've known about this game for four years at this point. Um, midway through development, I think, uh, Sony came in and, like, took their dev kits away and said they weren't publishing the game anymore. Uh, Six Foot and, I think, yeah, Graybox and Six Foot are the new, like, co-publishers of the game, and it turned out really well. Like, it is a... it is. I would not say it is a bad game by any means. The only problem I really had with it was the frame rate started a little bit like during these like larger, more expansive moments where they try to blow up the world and show you more than they should. It it stuttered for me a little bit, but yeah, like it turned out well, like because I I was interested going into it as well. Like just because of like, that was what the game was known for was like that trouble development cycle. So, so yeah, that's good. Awesome. That's great. So yeah, check that out if you've got time. Good game. Another Money. good game in ridiculous year. 2017's uh, nuts, dude. Yeah. I, I mean, I even said, last thing I'll say about this game too, because I forgot to play The soundtrack in that game, holy crap. Like maybe the best this year. And I know we've had Zelda and Persona. So that's saying a lot. Like that might be the best soundtrack that has come out this year. It's very reminiscent to me of... I want to say journey, not in the sense that like, <laughs> not in the sense, I, I mean it in the way of like that they orchestrate the strings and stuff like that. And the, like the, the sound and the feel to, uh, to it and like how it coincides directly with the gameplay. It reminds me of journey in that way. Um, I think it on par is on par soundtrack for soundtrack with journeys. Like I, I think it's really, really well done. And Bold I what the guy's there, name mister. is who, who, who did it. Um, 
I forget his first name. His last name is Garcia. So he did a really fantastic job on that soundtrack. And you should check that out because I think it's on Spotify now, either that or Amazon. So you should look that up as well. Anyway, let's uh, very long intro this week. Let's get into the news because there's a, take a break decent amount of it. Then go into the news. No, let's not take a break. Let's just go because no, we got to go. Because I got no, we're music. Gonna go. We're going to go. I have music. Um, I'm going to put it here anyway. No, please it's happening. Don't. We can. We're taking another break. We're fine. What other break uh, are we taking? News. I don't know what you're talking about. We're, we're moving on with the show like we normally do. We never take a break before news. We don't need to force a break into but the show. But what other break are you gonna take? There is no other break. Then we don't need a break this week. It's okay. Oh, no, you're driving. We'll take crazy. a break and then we'll outro. How about that? Drive. We'll take crazy. a break and then we'll stop. <laughs> Anyway, news this week. Let's get into it. So, again, heading towards E3 next week. Next week, again, predictions episode. 96 is going to be our predictions episode. Uh, we, we, we can run over that at the end of the show and remind you how we're going to do that. But news this week, we've got a couple things. Let's start with just let's get the big one out of the way. Red Dead Redemption 2 delayed to 2018, spring 2018. Surprise to no one. Shock. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. I, I think didn't we, call that one. A Rockstar game we, delayed? Say it ain't so. That's like a Zelda game being delayed. So mm. pretty, yeah, on, pretty on the nose. Um, I mean, I think a lot of people felt like this would come. Just not Again, not just because... Not because we felt like the game was in trouble or anything, but like you said, Max, like Rockstar game. Like there's just that stigma around it in the same way that there is a Zelda game or something else like that. Or a Cuphead not that that has a long track history. I just felt like reminding <laughs> everybody that Cuphead's been delayed for six years or whatever. Oh um, Cuphead's never come but out. But yeah, Red Dead was delayed. They released a few new screenshots as well with it, which are, holy crud, uh, gorgeous. Like, I, the screenshots sold me more on the game than the trailer did itself. Like, those the six or seven screenshots they released were better looking than anything I saw in the trailer. And I actually became more excited after those screenshots. The trailer was meh. Like, I didn't really think the trailer was that great. Even it's, It was a teaser. It was just like, hey, we're making this game. It's like, let's show some scenery here. All right, we're good. That's yeah, that was a, that's um, a go-to Rockstar move, though. They did the, the same thing with GTA Five. Yeah. The screenshots are very, very nice. They're Those are most likely taken on a PC. It's not going to look like that on a standard PS4. Um, those were very high quality screenshots though they were nice they're pretty i mean you, you we do have scorpio and ps4 pro now i know so that's that. why i said a regular ps4 i didn't say pro scorpio it'll, it'll look it'll look nice on scorpio a true 4k um, box but yeah so this isn't really there's not much analysis with this i guess at this point because it's just a delay that we all kind of expected um it will make game of the year at the end of the year a little bit better, a little bit nicer, maybe a little bit more clean, even though this year is getting still out of control. Um, but yeah, early early next year, I think there is even more news on potentially where it could come. I, I think it, eh, I can't remember. I don't want to say one way or the other. I felt like they said something was happening after their physical year. So like this would become around April or something like that potentially. But I, I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. I'm not, maybe I dreamed that up. But, but yeah, next year for Red Dead, um, I think it's easily one of my most anticipated games. I, I'm assuming you guys are just as excited for it as well. 
I'm curious. Yeah, to see Red Dead Redemption is one of my favorite games of all time. So. Never played Red Dead. The only Rockstar games I've played are GTA Five and Max Payne Three. So, um, whoa! In their official blog post, they didn't say anything about their fiscal year. Um, yeah, but there was a Take Two did a earnings report the next day or something. Like it's that. possible. Um, yeah. So I'm curious to see gameplay. I guess it's gonna be gonna be a Rockstar game. Actually, I think it's gonna be um, a lot like GTA Online or something. Like, I think you're gonna be riding around in a posse with your friends, and you're gonna be robbing trains. I think it's gonna be a pretty. I think it's gonna be a lot more multiplayer than normal. I think that's not gonna happen. Uh, I really like the multiplayer in Red Dead One. I thought that yeah, the Red Dead was awesome. Yeah, it was very good. I, I actually put a good amount of time into that um i think there'll be a multiplayer component in the multiplayer side of things like red dead online or something like that i don't think they're gonna feed that directly into the single player though and that's been a common prediction that people have had just because gta online made so much money for them that they may just saying that based off the box art look how well games like destiny and gta online did yeah i think it's a game you're gonna be able to play by yourself but if you want to you can play with your friends that's just not how Rockstar works to me. And if they do that, I don't even know if I'd be like real into that. Like it, it's not, they make so much money off GTA online. It would, yeah, be... but that doesn't mean they have to, again, there's, I think they would incorporate a, it in there though. Why would they incorporate that into the single player story? stuff? Because though? It's, it's optional and makes them tons of money. But can you I can have money? both. I think you could play it entirely by yourself. I'm just saying, if you wanted to, you could play with your friends. Play Destiny by yourself. That's not fun in any way, shape, or form, though. I didn't say it's that. kind of fun. I mean, <laughs> I think that's what's gonna how it's gonna shake down. I do. I really just don't want people in it. You know, I don't think like, you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna see like Logan walking around the town. Can I? I, think... I feel like that's what you're saying. Though. No, like if I want to play the game cooperatively online with friends i could i could open it up and play open a lobby and play with them but if i want to play it by myself i can't i think I you're like gonna have a posse. separate missions for that stuff i don't i don't i don't feel like it would bleed into the single player content like i, I think just, there's they're gonna keep that wall up between now. the two like the, the open world will be accessible in the same way GT, with GTA Online. You can run around the same world. There's just other people there. But there is a different mission structure, and there is a different hierarchy to things. Yeah. I, I expect the I, same will be with Red Dead. I, I think the I single think they, player stuff and how I the story works will it. be its own thing. I think so. they'll use it. You better not. That sounds like yeah. That sounds awful. Like that would immediately like plummet really out bad. of my most anticipated games. Like I would straight up hate that. You would hate so. the option to play with your friends? Yeah. Like, those games are so low open-world experiences to me. Yeah. And, or you could say you could do it by yourself. The fact that they would even be pushing it as a co-op thing to me means, like, it's the whole better with friends. Like, that's how it is with Destiny or something like that. I like, think... sure, you can play through it by yourself. You can play through Borderlands by yourself. Borderlands by yourself is very bad. It's like, horrible. Like, so... <laughs> If they're tailoring the experience to be played with others and then you play it by yourself, then it's probably not going to be a great experience if I had to guess. So keep the same yeah. players tied to stuff in its own entity. Another reason I say that too is because it's a direct sequel to Red Dead Redemption. Not in, I don't not, actually know not, how not it necessarily be narratively. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it could be. I was going to say not narratively, but it kind of ends This on is a... the first time they've done it. Like, everybody was like, oh, it's going to be Red Dead 
something revenge. I don't. I don't know. There was all the different subtitle names Red going around. Dead Revengeance. Yeah, there was all kinds of stuff going around that people were talking about, and then it just ended up being Red Dead Two, and so it's going to be tied into the first one somehow. I think whether it's a prequel with John Marston's and Posse and those guys. So, and if that is the case, if there are commonalities between the two, or if there are story, the stories of the games are tied together. Please let me just play it alone. I hope that the stories are tied own. together. You should have played Red Dead last gen, though. Like that's one of the best games last generation, easily. Oh, I so. know how the There's... story plays out in Red Dead. I know exactly how it plays, and I hope they're not tied and... together. It's like John's story. I think was told. It's that would be like if The Last of Us tar- Part Two was about Joel. It's not. It's about someone else. And had the best DLC. Undead Nightmare. Yeah, yeah Undead oh, Nightmare dude. was awesome. It's so good. I love it. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was really that's that was real good. Whatever came out, I have I have it on my Xbox, and I played yeah. I played the beginning on PS3. Like I've played a little bit, but I got kind of tired of herding cattle. Don't hurt cattle, then. You Shout have out to Luis in the comments. Hi, Luis. How's it going? Thanks for watching. Um, let's jump to our next news story, which is another game that we thought was coming out this year, but isn't Far Cry 5. So we got the first trailer for that this past week. Previews went up for that as well. We got a bunch of different character trailers. It is coming out in February of 2018. So we got two good games lined up for early 2018 now. Um, the setting is Montana, so that lines up with what we had been led to believe uh it centers around a religious cult which is going to be really freaking cool um the reveal trailer shows off more of the story or at least talks about it to a little bit they're obviously they're trying to hold some stuff back because e3 is in two weeks or whatever at this point so what did you guys think uh far cry 5 from what we've seen so far because honestly like this is one of my most anticipated games now. i love the religious cult angle like it screams bioshock infinite to me except combined with the far cry formula which i'm totally into um and i like the setting of the united states like and that's i know there's a thousand games set in the united states but this one's different because name a game and it's taking place in montana in present day uh the crew the crew can you drive to montana in that game i I believe you can (laughs) then the crew (laughs) So another Ubisoft game. Ubisoft pioneers another, in Montana game development. Um, yeah. It looks like Far Cry 3 and Far Cry 4, which isn't bad. It just looks like more Far Cry. I don't really think it does. But it, there's a lot of... It looks like it looks like with Far Cry game. with Brotherhood mechanics where you can rally people up. It's, I thought... Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I thought that... Far Cry 4 looks like more Far Cry 3, for sure. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you on that. Like, almost, like, the same color palette. Like, it all felt yeah. very much the same. On, like, a tropical island, all of that. Where this, it does, it's matters. colorful, but but it's definitely nowhere near as colorful. Um, it's just that the greens look really nice and everything. It looks like Montana, which is cool. Uh, the whole religious thing is super weird, I think. Like, different. And that's yeah. different for most games. I haven't really... I don't think there's really that many. I mean, other than like what I guess Resident Evil Four is that, but yeah, other than that, that, Bioshock. Um, trying to think of other games that deal with the religious angle. Yeah, there's parts it's not of it a lot though, games, but there's not a lot where it like centers around a cult or something like that. Yeah, so. like 
I think that's really different. Um, I think the whole, I just the fact that it's not on some island because every Far Cry is on an island. I'm pretty sure is it not? Um, yeah, Two's it was in Africa, wasn't it? Two's in Africa, which so is not technically really... an island. One is, and then there's like a spinoff of one where maybe they're a remake or something along the same lines. It's also on an island. Three's on an island. Four's not on an island, it's but in the Himalayas. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So um, I mean, they do stick with the island thing, sort of, but. It's, yeah, I mean, it really, it does, it looks like more Far Cry just with the ability to recruit people, which is not a bad thing. Far Cry is a fun game. I loved 3. I mean, there's a bunch of other new things, too, though. Like, the biplanes look sick. So you can um, fly a plane. Just the setting looks totally different. Like, I, I'm with Michael. I think 4 looked very similar to 3, but I, watching these reveal trailers and the screenshots and stuff like that, like, I'm not, like, if I was to see that and not know what game it was, I would not get Far Cry vibes from that. Whereas... Yeah. I think three and four, if I saw screenshots of those, if I'd seen screenshots of four before it released um, and just coming off of three, I would probably know that it's Far Cry. Like this looks very different, Yeah. not only in the power and stuff like that, but just like, like one, I think it was in the reveal trailer. There's like a baseball, little ki- little league baseball diamonds and things like that, that you'll be running around. It looks much more urban and like, Things we're used to seeing because we live in the United States. I don't know what it's like to live on a tropical island or in the Himalayas. Maybe they nailed that as well. Oh, I lived, being... I lived on an island. They nailed it in three. Okay, so there's that. Um, you live on a peninsula, all no, right? It's not no, an island. No, 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 Michael, I, I lived on an island. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I oh, okay. Well, I don't know that, but I, I was just being an asshole. <laughs> Living in the Midwest, I think specifically, obviously this is – the west. In the west this is the northwest in montana but it has those same sort of vibes to me where it's very country ubisoft, very ubisoft is very small. good at um recreating environments look at watchdogs 2 um it's gonna be it's a cool setting but like as far I, as the game goes it's here's a bad group of people doing bad things go kill them like it's structurally it's the same just a different place you're shooting things and that's fine. We haven't heard much about the structure, though, have we? You get to recruit like people. That is the only unique. new thing I've heard. Again, they haven't talked much about it, though. I mean, even if you want to even talk more about the structure, so the protagonist you play, you can either be male or female, or you can choose any race you want to be. Like, the character is up to you this time, which is okay. also a new thing for Far Cry that they that's, haven't done before. They haven't talked a lot sense. about the structure of the game, so I don't think it's safe to necessarily say that it's the same as 3 and 4 because – so dual shockers like we previewed the game like we talked to them about it and a bunch of the questions we were we asked the creative director on the game he was like now you'll know more about that later like they're being very quiet about many elements of the game and it's because they're gonna show off gameplay at e3 well Um, yeah they're gonna show they're gonna detail a lot of stuff at e3 but so i mean that's what i would say right now like i don't think we know i'm just can we assume that the formula will be far cry ish yeah i don't think it's gonna be copy paste from three and four like primal was the map was literally copy paste from four yeah so i this looks completely new in a lot of ways no the map was this no i know it was a spinoff as well like that's how they were able to do that yeah but i I think there's gonna be a lot of different stuff with five see i've i'm not as excited as you are like it's i'll wait until i see it and be like all right more far cry i'm down I also feel like the antagonist isn't as funny. You know, like Ford had 
he had a weird vibe to him that I was kind of I did goofy. not play for yeah I didn't play for it uh, Voss was and even intimidating I don't think Voss was funny he was very he reminded me of the Joker like he just seemed crazy to be crazy yeah but it was like unreal in a way and I think yeah. this one feels a bit more grounded yeah that's what uh, I like about it though personally wait, because you're I, telling so, me take... you're telling me a religious cult leader taking over a county in the United States and murdering people is more grounded than a crazy drug no, lord on I an think island. His character. I'm talking about his character attributes, not the freaking. Far Just Cry like how, in, its, how in and of betrayed. itself, like I am assuming this will be a game where I can throw a, a stake onto a dude's chest and a barrel attack him. Like, it's none <laughs> of it's realistic. As far as the characters go, though, like I'm more used to seeing extremists of this type than I am someone like Voss. He, like you said, it felt like a the Joker or something yeah, like that. He's crazy. Also, dude, crazy. I, I also didn't care for Pagan Men. A lot of people liked him in four. I thought I, he was he was okay. His writing was kind of strange, and like the decisions you could make with him were like the end of the. I didn't like the end of the game where you had to choose between either shooting him or letting him go away. Like that was the thing I didn't like about three and four is that you eventually like had to choose a side. I'd like it if five was very much more black and white to the point where it's like, yo, these people suck. I never that. even consider joining them. I Just think there will them. be a choice. So <laughs> I hate that. And we, I mean, that goes back to our conversation last week about multiple endings and stuff like that. But just like, if these people are evil and they suck and you're not going to try to justify why they are like this, then let's just stick with that because I, I don't, I don't want to see anything. I don't know. I hate, I hate the choice stuff because it like, I, I feel like I always make the wrong one. And it's like, Does Far Cry have a history of like trying to humanize the villain? I don't, I don't know. know if they've tried to humanize them as much as it more as it is like, Hey, here's why I did this. The other side is just as bad as me. So choose. It's like, okay. well, shoot, you both suck, but I can only kill one of you or something like that. Like that's, that's kind of how four was like, I forget the exact story beats to before, but eventually you find out like pagan men was like, I don't know. At the end of the game, it's like you can kill him if you want to, or you can let him go because you realize that everybody else in this territory sucks too. So I don't know. It's we'll see. It's I'm one of the people I try to wait for gameplay before I get too eager about a game. There are some I make a exception for like Like last of us Us two. two. Yep. (laughs) Game. will there's Maybe always an exception. Before. Everyone has an exception for things. I mean, everything I th- I think they're doing so far with Far Cry Five though looks like what I wanted. So yeah, it's going to be a good game. So yeah, no doubt about be, that. It'll be good. Looking forward to it. Uh, let's continue on. So rapid fire here. Let's do the TV type stuff. So Castlevania got a trailer for Netflix. Looks, looks cool. cool. Looks cool. I will watch it. It's out July seventh. We've talked I, about this for the past yeah. few months when they revealed it. It looks like it's Castlevania three, apparently, according to the internet. Yeah, Curse of Dracula. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm excited about that. That sounds like it'll be an interesting show. Yeah, looks cool. Trailers up. You can go watch the teaser, July seventh. There's also liked... like part part one, part two. I think the season one is well, if I'm correct. I think see part two is out next year, as well as they've said season two. I don't I don't really know what's up with the development of it, but this first Netflix's episodes animation stuff is cranking stuff out pretty quick. Um. But it, I liked the intro to the teaser where they had an NES and stuff and popped the cartridge in and picked yeah, the Yeah, that was kind of cool. That was cool. I, I, I like that they they know where it comes from as far as the I game. Have, so. I have a weird question. Wasn't there 
a article. I don't remember what news outlet, but wasn't there an article that showed them using that cartridge in an actual thing? Because I remember sure. seeing something where there was a cartridge and it showed like all those like oranges and new black and all that stuff. I thought I did. I don't. I don't I remember. I do not know. I could Google it. But maybe I'm not I, sure. On that maybe one. that was a dream or something. But I felt like I've seen that before. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I, I like cool. I'm was, excited. An, an, Aminés. Let's watch those Aminés anime. Um, let's jump over to our other piece of not video game, but kind of video game news. Um, Max put this one in the docket. Tom Holland's been cast as Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movie. Um, this is this is this is dumb because the movie does not even have a script. No one is stop making to this. video game movies. Just stop. This is really really dumb. Like there's. I don't understand why this is even a talking point. They just trashed the last script to this movie. This movie's been in development for almost a decade. You've Ooh. now casted someone. Stop making woo noises. It comes horrible. Talk- it comes through horribly on the MP3 version. Um, Did you talk about how Resident Evil is also being rebooted? Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Um, <laughs> the reboot. the Uncharted thing is that movie will never come out um i appreciate at least that they're thinking of hey a prequel is a better idea than trying to cast someone that looks exactly like nathan drake so good on you sony for the direction idea uh it still will never come out yeah so like Like, if it if it did i'd be fine with a prequel because that doesn't mess with the games in any way i think the uncharted 3 that you know that games all right video game movies and video games are never tied together though no, so draw those lines. In but, fact, I would prefer that they just make an uncharted movie and try to rip off the movies and screw that up, rather than say, "Hey, here's the backstory to the video games. Here's a prequel, and this fits right directly into all that other stuff." Because I know I think it just doesn't have any creative input on this. They like, don't, I, but I think it's okay that it doesn't mess with the canon. Like it doesn't. It's but like, it does. Um, if it, if but it if you, you just said, yeah, you just said you like that it's a prequel. If that's the route they're going to go, then you would assume that. But it's not it going to mess. Then tied into that stuff. It's not going to mess with. It's not like they're going to go. Here's um, Uncharted Two story told, but you know, there's uh, no train sequence and no combat train sequence. They're not going to fight on a train at all. And you know, the blue sap, not there anymore. And the blue people, they're not there. Like they, I'd rather them just create their own story and do I that especially not in this way where then that's totally crapping on the backstories that i'm sure bruce straley neil Druckmann, and amy hennig have already flushed out behind closed doors ew but like you know they have character archetypes for drake and all the other characters set up and they know the timelines for those characters and to then come in and be like hey here's more backstory of this character written by joe hollywood scriptwriter and then try to act like it feeds into the games. Like I don't, I'm not a huge fan of that. I'm fine with I, it. I feel like they can't. It doesn't mess with the games. I feel like we've gotten the prequels through the video games already. With, yeah, that's based off with, or it's, and said, also Kid Drake. Like yeah, I they based it off of the Uncharted Three segment. It's like yeah. that idea, and I think that's fine because Tom. They haven't based anything off of anything because there is no script to this movie. No, There's no movie. The idea <laughs> is based off of that. It's, I know what you're saying. Plus, I. Let's talk about Tom Holland for just uh, half a sec. 
it's fine, but like I'm so confused now because it's Sony who kind of still owns Spider-Man, but not really. And like, I don't know, there's so many weird things happening with this where he's now Spider-Man and Marvel, but they have to come to an agreement to make sure that that happens. And in the end, Sony, I think maybe has the last word on all Spider-Man creative properties. Like it's so strange. I'm, I, I mean, do you, I do you think that it was part of his contract when he was signing Spider-Man? Like you also have to be in another Sony picture. <laughs> I, I, who the heck knows, man? Like, I, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I honestly don't think it has anything to do with that. Oh, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I just think it's, like, odd. It's like, a weird coincidence. Yeah, it's, like, that's my only point with this. Not that the two are tied. There's no uncharted crossover. I'm not saying that. I just think it's an odd No, some Sony exec looked at Tom Holland as Spider-Man, said, you know who else is young and witty? Young Nathan Drake. Put him <laughs> in the movie. Oh, this guy that's going to be completely recognizable by everyone? put him in our movie like that's exactly what they're doing they're just going to take the most recognizable young face of an upcoming star and slap him in an action adventure movie it's going to be young indiana jones just they're, with they're nathan because this will never get made again it's been in development since i think 2008 i'm telling you this is just the business behind it um let's get out of this enough theorizing about movies that will never exist, let alone video game movies that will never exist because there will never be a good video game <laughs> movie anyway. Hey, Wreck-It uh, Ralph was good. That's not, not a video game movie. movie. Not a video game movie. It's a movie with video games. It's yeah, different. that's the, those are different things. Same with Pixels, which I know you brought up last oh, week. Oh, Pixels about something else. so bad. Why'd you watch it? Um, was... Let's talk about other things that are so bad. Just kidding. This is going to be amazing. Mario Cross Rabbids. We saw the art. It's really good. I can't no, wait for this game. <laughs> you, you stop. That's going to be so bad, dude. I'm ironically very excited for this. Like, I won't shut up about it. Like, to the people I work with at Dual Shockers, it's so much so that I think it's, like, starting to be annoying. Um, this oh. looks so bad. <laughs> It really does. Um, it, looks, it looks awful. Really I, looks I'm waiting to see gameplay, but I mean, the rabbits are the minions of the video. Give us game a hot world. take. Enough of the waiting to hey, see man, hot take. The, the minions are the rabbits of cinema. All yeah, right. It's pretty bad. I do not uh, seeing selfie peach rabbit uh, is is a nightmare fuel. It's why does Mario have a gun? Like. He killed I, it's, it this does. Is... It sucks that this got out before they could put a trailer because now yeah. everyone is making up what they think is going to – how bad this game is going to be. And it could be could be a good game. could be fine. Who this knows? Is, um, this is what I'm going to say about it. Right, yeah. You ready? So he's wearing a gun, right? Do you know what kind of gun that is? I think there's actually a name in the doc for it. No, it's Samus Aran's gun. All right. No, don't don't this trash is, this. Don't do this, this to is, me. This Stop. is the prequel. Oh my god. To the next Metroid game. God, no. Stop. Metroid Mario. What if Samus coming out 2019? What if Samus in the next Metroid game took her helmet off? <laughs> it's Mario, dude. No. Worse. It's a rabbit. But dude. she's already taken her helmet off before. This is the the gritty reboot. The gritty reboot. Yeah, because it'll uh, go into you know, that Metroid needed. It'll go into the story behind it, and it turns out that the rabbits killed Samus. 
and took her place. It's I got the it. one enemy Samus couldn't beat. That that would yeah. be messed up. The game itself, based off the slides that leaked, it's like it sounds like it's a turn-based combat, but you yeah. Don't so control I mean, it's what we've characters. talked about before. I mean, it, it's no turn-based. You control them in turn-based. I mean, no, I t- it's, it, no. It says, there's the it says there's the movement of a Mario game in the turn-based combat of an RPG. So it sounds like it's gonna be. Paper Mario, or it sounds like it's going to be Paper Mario, Mario and Luigi, no, stuff like that. Where you, there's where a bullet point. No, there's literally a bullet point. You control a character named Tutorio. You have no direct control of the heroes. Yeah, look at... Um, I didn't see that one, but I did see that it said there's Under another slide that actually shows... There's a small thumbnail image of the world, and it looks like Mario and Luigi or something like that. Yeah, yeah no, Why the is same Totoro slide. In that we're, game? Sli- we're talking about the same... Thing, the same slide you control some other character and they walk around i don't know exactly how it's going to work um i've heard some people say weirdly and i've never played xcom but i've heard people say it sounds like xcom in that way but again That's i've never sick, i've never played that'd that. be cool so again we really don't know what this game is going to look like until We've we actually got key art and yeah. it was cringy and that was about it it's pretty spooky um i like that they got real creative with the rabbits and <laughs> I just made them peach rabid. Yeah. <laughs> Luigi rabid. Sassy. Luigi. Hashtag rabid. sassy. No filter. Um, yeah, I... Also, uh, maybe, but it kept saying something about them all being kick-ass or badasses in the dock. Something uh, like that. I'm peach. Like, I'm like, peach. any sort of, anything that you could construe as any sort of swearing near Nintendo characters is just, well, massive disconnect in my head. Well, again, these were they internal call, slides. They call, yeah, they are. I think they call Peach a badass or something like they that. They do. Though. Yeah. Um, so no, and again, this internal stuff. I doubt they're going to use this in the marketing. Nintendo would never publicly let that be associated no, with their characters. No. But so, it is now, kind of. Because I guess. It's all, yeah. It's. We'll see it's, how it, it all looks shakes like out. It, come down. it looks looks. Or September or something in there because they say they're revealing the docs also say there's the reveal in June July they market it and then it's out after that yep. so it sounds like an August release um, um, my one question very quick my one question is this about revealed, to storm if you hear thunder in my head, on my end is it revealed at the Nintendo E3 event or the Ubisoft no. E3 event it's Ubisoft I've said this forever Ubisoft's developing it I stand by that. I, well, they'd be developing it, but do they are they the ones to reveal it the day before Nintendo? I think so. Okay. I mean, you yeah. could tie it to you could tie them together to be like, here's the reveal. Just reveal you can twice. hear you can hear more tomorrow. Okay. presentation. Do a two part thing because that's what they do with some of those sometimes where it's like wait till you see part two of the demo later tonight at Sony's conference and it's like oh okay sure we'll do that. So, no. Holy crap, it's raining really hard at my house. Hopefully there's not a tornado that kills me. Or anyway, power goes out. That too. So maybe we should finish up. Last news story of the week. Lobber PS4. So Cliff Blazinski's next multiplayer shooter is coming to PS4. Kind of surprising, but they've also yeah. been hinting at it for a really long time. But they've also doubled down time and time again saying it's going to be PC only. So yeah. That's cool. Ways. It's really cool though. Like I'm stoked to play it. I think I'm going to get to play it at E3. Maybe not. Yeah. Sure. It looks like but, another um, hero shooter, which is fine with me. 
kind of not really this, this one's been in development for a while before i, I mean we've known about this game before overwatch ever hit that yeah there's hero there's hero elements to it yes i mean yeah. each of the characters plays individually um i the term hero shooter i do that's because of overwatch it used to be class-based or I guess you know, like class shooters or something. Yeah, Team Fortress and yeah. those guys had that back in the day. But now it is more like specific names than it is an archetype of a class. So I, I guess that's why it's hero shooters now. Anyway, looks really good though. Like I'm totally excited to play this. They announced the price point as well. Um, they originally, I think, were doing no. I think that's Drawn to Death that did the. It was originally going to be free to play, and then they just yeah, announced the flat. Well, I, I think I think Cliffy B was about how he was playing around with that idea too. I think early on, but then they decided to do the same thing and just go with the flat rate. Um, so that's cool. Thirty bucks. The game looks super fun. Like I'm excited to play it at E3 or in the future. They still haven't given a release date or anything like that. But also very interesting that they're bringing it to just PS4 right now. They haven't said Xbox a little bit and how maybe in the future it'll come there as well. But um, yeah, it makes sense. Sony, PS4 is like the best. Yeah, and Sony's but, pretty good at scooping up deals. Like, exclusive. but still, Cliff has a history of working with Microsoft. No, so there is that. Yeah, but, so it looks cool, dude. I'm super excited to play the game. Looking forward to it for a while. Cliff knows how to nail gameplay, so I, I, I think this will be no less than a solid title. So, trailer was cool. I, I have no experience with his games, so. You've played. You haven't played Gears at all. I always forget that. So, interesting. Or Unreal, which is more of what this is a callback to. Nope, nothing. Chris in the comments says that Cliffy B hates Phil Spencer and all of Microsoft. So I guess there's that, um, which I don't think is true because he's actually talked about them this week. Anyway, that's it for the for the show. We had topics this week too. Max has to go to work because he's a worker boy. That hard-earned money working on a late on a Sunday evening for a holiday day. Happy Memorial Day to everyone in the states tomorrow. Or is that an is that an international holiday? It's a state thing. Is it a state thing? Okay, so there's that. Happy Memorial Day tomorrow to everybody. We had topics, or at least one is about E3, but we'll talk about that next week or not talk about. Show So let's do the quick rundown of that. Uh, next week, 96 is going to be our predictions episode. As we said last week, um, we will be doing predictions for Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo, as well as five at-large predictions for all of the collective third parties that will be showing having conferences. So Ubisoft, EA, and Bethesda, we will Be- be having five Bethesda? collective predictions. Bethesda. Uh, we will be having five collective predictions for the three of those developers slash publishers um so 20 predictions in all so we're working on that for next week on not sure um obviously not the one that max was running by us isn't gonna work for reasons and i actually don't know if it'll work that we would potentially think of as well um for the same reason but we might have a guest on we may not just me might be max and myself feeling back at forth to each other for an hour and a half or so uh so that's next week and then after that will be e3 and we'll give you a rundown of what we're going to do with that as well next week um but yeah anything else next week that i'm forgetting max no um the episode's gonna go up right away yeah we'll go up right away so we'll record next week on sunday like normal and then we're gonna put it up asap so that it is you can hear our predictions before conferences start 
on Saturday now, which means not a whole lot of time to listen to the predictions episodes. And we're doing it at kind of the last minute so that we can make sure that everybody's news is out of their systems before we go predicting that Red Dead Redemption gets a release date of one of these shows or something like that. Like get all the news out of the way before we do our predictions. So that's, that's what we're aiming for. So that'll be next week. Um, but for this episode, thank you again for joining us this week for episode number 95. You can find us as on, where should we start this week? What do you want to start with, Max? Where they can find us? Yeah. Place they Twitter. Can find us. You can find us on Twitter. You can find this show on Twitter at MGS Podcast. And Model Citizens, the podcasting brand on Twitter as well. Odds, you can find myself on Twitter. I am at moreman12. You can find Max on Twitter. He is at Max the White, which is Michael's favorite Twitter handle. And you can find Michael at <laughs> you can find Michael on Twitter as well. He's at super underscore. Be sure to go follow us all over there. Uh, you can also email this show at mgspodcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or concerns you have. Let us know what you think about Red Dead's delay. Let us know what you think about Tom Holland being cast for the Uncharted movie that's never going to come out. Let us know what you think about all that stuff. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you can also follow Citizens and all of our other shows at modelcitizensmedia.com as well as, like I said, at modelpod. So be sure to go ch- listen to the Model Citizen show and Behind the Pixel. And um, I almost said... Beneath the Pixel. All right. It's Beneath the Pixel. I'm just seriously screwing with my head. It's behind <laughs> the Pixel. Next you can episode find comes out June 5th. Yeah, next episode will be out next week. So you can find that Oity as well. Toity toity toity. You can also find stitches the music podcast that michael and myself do you can go find older episodes of that on the website as well yeah. we're also on itunes google play stitcher soundcloud for this show as well so you can find us on all of those platforms and if you could take the show review specifically on itunes that would be amazing we would appreciate it so much it just helps us get the show in more people's ears um but that is it for episode 95 this week our youtube on youtube you can find us at millennial gaming speaking model citizen media on youtube as well like share comment subscribe blah 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 blah, blah all that good youtuber garbage that people scream at you that's it for episode 95 michael thank you for coming on and talking to us about yakuza zero and arm thank you anytime i love this podcast so thank you yeah no problem oh, so us. thank you for joining us michael we'll have you back on again soon we're still trying to figure out something special to do for 100 so maybe i'm more news on that probably after. available so we may be pulling from a lot of people. We'll yeah. try to figure that one out. More news on episode 100 and what yeah. we're going to do for that in the next couple of weeks after we get E3 out of that is our main objective right now. But um, more news on that in the coming weeks. But myself and Michael, thank you very much. Have a good week. Have a good Memorial Day, like I said. And until next week, we love you. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye. Farewell.